The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Regan Forston is the author of the book Three Hours and 33 Minutes and he's with us now. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. Now, first of all, (laughs) what is the idea behind your book? Well, about uh, three years ago, um, I went through a process where I was able to spend three hours, 33 minutes uh, in heaven. And... um, had a quite a life-changing experience. And so the book I wrote, Three Hours, 33 Minutes in Heaven, is about the time that I spent in in heaven, what I learned about myself, what I saw, what it was like. Mm -hmm. And and actually the the process was so uh, uh, life-changing and everything that I actually took a year-long course uh, and uh, to be able to help other people have the same experience that I did through the uh, Newton Institute. Uh, For 40 years, they've been studying what happens when we die, like, you know, where we go, what do we do when we get to heaven? Yeah. (laughs) And that sort of thing. And they have this process now that's very, very simple that most people that try it are successful. And uh, as of uh, a few months ago, we've had 50,000 people have this experience successfully to to go to heaven and back. Wow. How does the experience work? Do you have to kind of die for a bit? or <laughs> No, that's the cool thing. It's like having a near-death experience without the dying part. Yeah. Um, it, it was <clears throat> accidentally discovered about 40 years ago when uh, Michael Newton had a client in hypnosis. Uh, he was helping them with uh, some other, you know, issue that they had. And the person... Uh, when he wanted to bring him out of hypnosis, the person refused to come out. Oh. He says, no, I want to go home. And the Dr. Newton said, what do you mean go home? He said, I want to go home. And he said, well, take me there. And this guy proceeded to, in a sense, <clears throat> leave his conscious body and go to heaven. And then and exp- he saw a bunch of friends that were there, you know, mm-hmm. in heaven. And it was like a homecoming. And when, uh, after that happened, Dr. Newton, who didn't believe in you know, past lives. He didn't believe in heaven so much. He said, well, I got to try this with someone else. And over a period of 40 years, he had 7,000 other people that he had go through this process. So he's a researcher. So 
he just started asking question after question after question. So we've kind of now through the Institute kind of mapped out this part of heaven that we're in. And, and um, it's pretty, uh, <laughs> it's pretty mind blowing. Uh, yeah. I've, uh, I've had 50 people so far that I've had clients that have uh, helped through this process. I had 54 that have tried it and 50 have been successful. You know, so it's it, it, what it is really, it's like um, if we if you looked at your brain waves right now as we're talking, they would be really close together. And yeah. as you begin to relax before you go to sleep at night, you go from a, we're, we're right now in a alpha, I mean, a beta state. And as your brain waves go apart, as you relax, you become beta, and then you go theta, mm -hmm. and then delta. Well, this process, what they got me to do is just to get to, to theta, like just before, so relaxed that I was just about to fall asleep. But the facilitator keeps talking to me and keeps me in that state. And yeah. it seems like we all have this switch in us that when you have someone that keeps you from falling asleep, you can just easily go right to a past life, see yourself pass away. And then from there, there's always a guide or an angel. Some people see angels or whatever, somebody there. And then we, then the facilitator, we start communicating with that guide and he'll, mm. we'll say, Hey, can you go to heaven? And the guide will always say, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. And then um, um, when you're there, there's different things you can do. Ooh. Like uh, you can visit, like I saw my mother, my father, my brother who had died mm. uh, momentarily as they kind of smiled at me and, we had a little communication and then zoom, I was on to something else. Um, I got to go before a council there, you know, like in the Bible, they say there's a, there's the judgment day or the, the council of judges or something yeah. like that. Well, <clears throat> I, I had a six people on this, uh, on this council <clears throat> and uh, I was able to ask them questions that I prepared ahead of time. So um, I asked about my mission, like, why did I decide to be born? I found out what that was. Uh, um, found out that I was doing pretty good, but I needed to kind of step it up a little bit, they said. <laughs> I was getting a little <laughs> lazy in my mission. Um, yeah. And uh, I also visited a place um, where, where creativity comes from, like a, it was a big temple. And they took me in a music room and um, there was a teacher there that showed me how to be inspired if I wanted to create uh, music. And yeah. uh, after that uh, session or something, I, I, Somehow I did, I actually created a CD that I'm getting royalties on right now uh -huh. uh, because I got inspired. I had, I had like 16 songs that came to me over a period of a month or so. And um, I just, I don't know if I could do it again, but <laughs> you know, it's something, but mm. what it does is it proves like it proved to me that I'm more than just this body. Yeah. You know, I know there's an afterlife. I know there's a, a, a heaven. I know, um, that, that I'm just using this body right now for a reason, you know, to learn some things. Yeah. And um, it's uh, <clears throat> the Newton Institute. They're not for any one particular religion. It's like, you know, um, I've had people come to me that are, I had, uh, I've had a, I had a, a Buddhist that I um, helped go to the other side. I had a couple of Christians um, had, uh, three, uh, people that were Jewish that came to me and all of them had different religious beliefs, but they all had this beautiful spiritual experience, you know? Yeah. So it seems that when you get to the other side, religion doesn't matter. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of love. Um, and over there, if you ask like 
some of my clients have asked them over there, well, what religion should they be? And they always, they, on the other side, they tell them it's whatever you choose. You know, <laughs> in other words, you find something that, that lights you up and that feels good and you're probably in the right place. So mm. it was uh, kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. What does heaven actually look like then? Because I'm assuming it's not just the same as the earth with buildings and everything that you'd expect. Yeah, I think um, it kind of appears to people similar. Uh, it's like the same, but but a little different for the different mm. people. And I think a lot of it has how their human mind interprets what they're seeing. But mm. here's the here's the thing that's really interesting that blew me away because I was not expecting this, is that a lot of what you see there, it's like different physics. You know, um, it's like um, you see like energy, like it, like it looks like in our true form, we're this conscious energy. And um, it, your human mind sees it as um, like when I was at my soul group, uh, which was, you know, people that I incarnate with, I guess, regularly, you know, people that knew me, like old friends that were there. Um, you see like, um, balls of energy, you know, it's like, uh, like orbs, only different colors and that, but you reckon when you're in that state, you recognize them just like you and I are looking at each other in this form. And we, mm. I would say, Hey, there's Toby. Well, yeah. when they're, when they're, when you're in that state, uh, and this is the weird thing too, is because it's like your, your mind is split equally. Like I knew I was laying down. And I knew there was facilitator talking to me. So I knew the process was going on, but the other half of me was totally there, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you're bouncing back and forth as you're talking and you're seeing all these images communicating with uh, your, like my guide on the other side, his name was uh, Rebazar, which is an interesting <laughs> thing. Rebazar. Okay. Uh, a bit bizarre. Yeah. A few of my clients, when they're on the other side and we talk to the guide and we, we say, okay, what's your name? And one of them the other day said, I'll oh, just call me Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a, a really good sense of humor. But yeah. it's it's this feeling that you have when you're there. It's it's like it's like buckets of love are just being dumped on you the whole time you're there. I mean, it, it's like you've never felt such love be, before. Um, and um, people appear like, uh, for instance, uh, one of my clients the other day, when I had him describe uh, his guide and the guide was like, he says, well, from the waist up, he could see a human form. Uh, <laughs> and the guide was kind of uh, um, androgynous, couldn't tell male or female, you know, mm. and, um, uh, and had this beautiful, like uh, purplish, uh, violet purplish uh, energy all around him and the lower part of his body, like, and, um, <clears throat> and then, we would just ask the guide questions and say, Hey, can we go here? Can we go there? And he'd say, okay. <laughs> yeah. you know? So um, it's kind of mind blowing, but what's cool is we're, as we're doing this research, we're finding out more and more all the time, uh, kind of what, you know, what, what, what it's, you know, what it's all about, you know, yeah. and you, you come back with a sense that you're never going to be prejudiced again, because when you're on the other side, we're all spirit. We're all, <laughs> we're all one, you know, Exactly. Um, we're not divided by by race and color and and different things. It's just it's just the most amazing um, <clears throat> amazing experience, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has everyone who's tried this ended up in heaven, or is there a hell involved in this as well that somebody who tries this could end up in there? No, actually. Um, in the 50,000 we've had, we've not seen any evidence of a hell uh, that it even exists. 
Mm. Um, <clears throat> there is, however, in the research we've done, because we've we've asked people over there that have, you know, sinned or done some things they thought was uh, <clears throat> bad when they get over there, and it's themselves, their higher selves, that in a sense you get to the other side and you go, oh. What did I do? You know, I went yeah. down there to be all this and then I end up getting seduced by whatever and I did some yeah. bad things. And they usually self-impose themselves um, some sort of uh, healing that has to be done. Some of them put themselves like in a purgatory or like a timeout for a while so they could get regroup um, yeah. and in a sense recharge again before they decide to come back down and have another life. Um, <clears throat> some of them decide to go back and experience the pain that they cause people to experience the pain themselves. Kind of like, I guess you'd say karma or something, yeah. you know, in other words, you, you, you get back. So there's, <clears throat> there's always correction. There's always fixing in a way what you've done bad in a way in some form. So the results the same, but there's no, um, you know, fire damnation or whatever. <clears throat> uh, one of my uh, colleagues had a client, he's on the other side and, all of a sudden he's in hypnosis and he starts screaming. He goes, Oh, the devil. Oh my God. I'm gonna the devil's here, you know. Yeah. And they, the therapist calmed him down a little bit. And he says, Now look, let's just see if it's the devil. He says, Go, I want you to go a little closer and take another look and say, Is this really the devil? And then the guy started laughing hysterically. He said, No, it's my guy. He's just he because this guy was a preacher and he'd been yeah. teaching hell and damnation all his life. And the the yeah. guide says, I'm just giving you some of what you've been giving all these other people, you know, <laughs> like a joke on them or something. So yeah. we don't, you know, we're just researchers. We're not for any one particular religion. And that's just what we found. Um, and everybody that's been there, I've um, of these 50,000, we've not had any uh, anybody that's had a, what we would call a negative experience. They've had emotional time because to get to heaven, we the process we found is we have them go to a past life. And so some of the past lives, like the ways they've died or something like that has been kind of gruesome. Um, yeah. but, but we, in the process, we have them, if they like, I had one of my clients um, and, um, you know, uh, you, the way the technique I use is I have them, I take them up where they're, they, they see themselves and uh, like looking down at the earth. And I say, well, look around and see if you see a tunnel or anything. And they'll go, oh yeah, there's one. And then there's like the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have them feel the tunnel uh, pulling them into it. And then I count from 10 down to one and the light gets bigger and bigger and brighter and brighter. And I say, okay, now when we get, when we get, when I count down from 10 to one, when you get to one, you're going to be standing at a significant uh, point in another lifetime that you had. And we get to one and it blows me away. And I, I people, I says, okay, look around as a day or night. And they'll, they'll, they're kind of like, well, it's, it's daytime. And I said, well, look down and see, see what's on your, <clears throat> see what's, <clears throat> what you're wearing on your feet. And they'll, they'll look down and they'll go, oh my God, it, uh, it's sandals or they'll say I'm barefoot or whatever. And you get them oriented to there. And then um, you're able to go uh, back and forth in the timeline because there's no time and space over there. So you can go back when yeah. they were a child and whatever. But I had one of them that when he went through the tunnel, and then all of a sudden, his face, he's just going, oh, and I go, what's going on? And he goes, nails, nails. He was being nailed to a cross. Whoa. And uh, yeah, and ended, it turned out to be he was one of the early Christians. Mm -hmm. And um, he got kicked out of his temple back there because he thought he was a kook, you know, talking about the, the Messiah came. They thought he was crazy. And uh, mm -hmm. um, he and, uh, and his friend were going around proclaiming that uh, Jesus was, gonna, was the Messiah was coming. 
and they didn't like that. So they, uh, I don't know who did it, but they, they, uh, they strung him up <laughs> and they killed him. Um, <clears throat> so um, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's amazing, but I'll tell you, most people that go to past lives, it's what we call digging potatoes lives. You know, yeah. it's nothing. They're just, just like you and I right now, you know, we're not like the, uh, you know, the, the, we're, we're not, um, where anybody would notice us on TV or be famous. Well, you might be yeah. famous over there, you know, <laughs> doing your yeah. show. They're not the presidents or anything. Yeah. They're just normal lives, you know, where people yeah. have. Um, so um, <clears throat> that's, that's surprised me just how easy it is for someone, even if they just do a simple past life regression. Um, I mean, that's like, I mean, people lay down, I take them through this process and get them to that point and boom, just like that, they're in a past life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really surprises some people because they'll say, gosh, when you asked me all these things, I was seeing them like it was real. And some of them actually feel themselves in that body so they can feel the sensation. And some people watch it like it's on a screen and they just know that that's them and they see what's going on. So yeah. There's a lot to this. See, and you're yeah. you're pretty young right now, so yeah. just even hearing this today, it'll kind of plant a seed for you to realize that this stuff is real. You know, I mean, yeah. some people say, "Oh, it's just your mad." Like I, I've had a few people that said, "Hey, just let me let me see if I can go to a past life," and so uh, they get to this point, they see where they're at, they they tell, like I'll say, "What are you doing for a living?" And they'll say, "Well, I'm working with uh, tanning hides and doing all this," and then. And they, and it blows their mind. Then they come out of it and they go, I just made all that crap up. I think I just, I just made it all up. You know, I said, well, maybe you did. I don't know. Have you ever had anyone that's turned out to be somebody like Elvis in their past life? No, no, never, uh, never had one of those yet. You know? (laughs) Uh, so the thing is too. see some people, um, when you get to this hypnotic state or this, trance when you're in it's you can just tell people can't make this stuff up it's like it, truth comes out you know mm. um and now <laughs> i'm working on my certification through the quantum healing hypnosis technique right now which is qhht and i'm in my my i'm a second level with that right now and what we do there is when the people are in heaven um we ask the person laying in front of us we You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Say, can we talk to your subconscious, your higher self, and the person that's in trance will say yes. And then out pops the subconscious like a third person. It's the most craziest thing. And here's the person laying on the on the bed and their higher self is talking about them in third person. In other words, uh, saying, well, Bob should be doing this and he, sh- he knows better than what he's doing and he needs to do this. And if he would do this and we can ask questions, we can say like, why is he having such a trouble with this in his life? And the subconscious, the higher self knows all the answers and it'll just tell him. And um, here's the weird, the weird part. Now, a lot of this is going to be crazy for a lot of your people listening, but I'm Again, the quantum healing hypnosis technique, they've done about 70 or 80,000 successful sessions. And we asked the subconscious if it'll do a body scan. Oh. And the subconscious so far, I've had eight in my training so far in the last couple of months. And the subconscious says, sure, I'll do a body scan. And it goes in the body and it tells them about anything that's wrong with them. And actually, I just had a woman last week who had trouble with her hip. It's been locked up for a long time. And I asked the subconscious, can you heal that? And the subconscious says, sure. So the subconscious is working on her and her body's moving around and, uh, like this. She's in trance. <laughs> and when she's done, she goes, oh, my God, my hip moves now. <laughs> so it's the power of the mind. The power of this this higher self is un, unbelievable, Toby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, <clears throat> it's, it's a life changer, like uh, clients that I've seen like three years ago and everything, and I'm talking to them and they go, I've never been the same since. So they, I've just, when they're walking around, they see life differently. You know, yeah. they realize that they, they're not here by accident, you know, that they really have a mission and they have a purpose. And sometimes it's a simple purpose. Like with me, the, the, I've, my reason for coming down with this body was to learn kindness you know, it was learned to be kind at any cost. And my secondary thing was to do this work. Like I saw, I was like coming back from heaven. I was above the earth and I had this a teacher was next to me and it's kind of holographic a little bit, you know, like I wasn't seeing him like I'm seeing you as clear, but he was yeah. right there and I could tell and we were communicating and he asked me, he said, are you sure you want to do this work to help other people come to heaven too? And I, I think I said, the F word. I said, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I am using the F word with the, with the teacher, but I was so excited, you know. And yeah. uh, and then he told me, he said, well, you're going to do this work. He says, um, there's a few things you have to do. Your physical body is going to get sick and you'll die. <laughs> yeah. You know, because when I'm with these people and you're in this energy all the time, like these sessions are four, five, six hours long. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's 
there's so much going on, you know, and we have the people like me, I just stayed in heaven. And I just knew when it was time to come back. And uh, the facilitator said, well, is it time for you to come back? And I go, yeah, it's time for me to come back. And then he brought me out, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I just follow when I'm helping other people have this process. I just follow them along, you know, mm. and help them stay focused. And, uh, and then I record everything because some people, they only remember bits and pieces of it. And <clears throat> because they're so deep, you know, they're yeah. so deep. So when they listen to the recording, they go, oh, my God, that's 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 me talking about myself, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But <clears throat> I felt that when I was there in heaven, there was a point when I, when I merged, it's like my, this self and my higher self merged. And I swear, I felt like Solomon, you know, like, mm -hmm. like I just knew the answers about anything that anybody would ask me. It was the most craziest feeling. Um, <clears throat> so um, yeah, we found out a lot over there. Here's the cool thing that, that we found out like Toby, when, when you were up there in heaven before you were born and you decided to come down and be Toby, um, <clears throat> you didn't send your whole, all of the energy of your soul into the body. You send a percentage of it, depending on how hard your mission is going to be here. So what mm -hmm. that means is Toby, like part of you is still there. Like right now there's your higher self is there. So that means that mm -hmm. people that are in your life in the research we've done, like your mom, your dad, or people that are still alive in your life now, when you're up there in your soul group, uh, you can see if your mom or dad's up there and have a conversation with them. So that's the craziest thing. And people say, oh, my God, like they're married, like I've done husband and wife sometimes. And while they're up there, they get to talk to their the person who's in their life alive on earth. Mm -hmm. But they're talking to their higher, higher selves of their partners. And they can say things to the higher partners like, hey, how am I doing? You know, am I being a good wife or am I being a good husband? You know, what? Yeah. What, do you, what, what pisses you off? You know, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and they can actually have conversations with them there. So yeah. um, <clears throat> there's a lot, like there's case histories. Uh, the Newton Institute, uh, or Michael Newton, he's written a number of books with case histories. One of them is called Journey of Souls. And um, a lot of people have found that in miraculous ways. It's sold, it's sold, it's in, I think, six different languages now, and it's sold millions of copies. Wow. Um, <clears throat> because people just, you know, like uh, you being young right now, I'll tell you a lot of a lot of younger people, they don't really think too much about heaven, about God and everything when they're young. You know, they're just all about, you know, getting that car and getting that house and getting that job and and get finding a girl, you know, or, you know, chasing girls or whatever. And it's not usually most people don't really get God in their life until they get in their like late 30s, 40s, 50s, something like that you know, after the world's kind of knocked you around a little bit. Yeah. And <clears throat> the youngest one I've had so far, I had a 10 year old um, young lady who the parents brought her to me because she was having nightmares um, ever since she was three years old. When she was three years old, she told her mom that she was killed in the back, stabbed to death in the back of a car. Oh. And that's a three year old, you know, yeah. and, and she never, and she's 10 years old now and she's never changed her story. So, um, the uh, parents had heard about me and they said, can you help my daughter? And I said, well, we don't, you, you know, we don't usually do young children because if they find themselves in a past life and something traumatic, we don't want to re-traumatize them yeah. when at 10 years old, they don't know how to process it. But she was uh, very mature, this young girl. And so I had the parents come with her and they were sitting next to me. And I said, well, let's just see what happens. And <clears throat> this young girl, this 10 year old girl in like 20 minutes, she was deep under she found herself in another lifetime and she was a man named George, had a wife and kids, 
and an occupation and everything. And here, here, this is blowing me away because here's this little 10 year old talking about being a man, this girl, little girl about being a man in their lifetime. She knew all about that life. And mm -hmm. in that life, she was seeing when her, when, well, <clears throat> her, I'll call her uh, Sarah uh, is her name. Just make it up. But um, she was George in that lifetime. And when George's wife died, I mean, this little girl's crying on the table there. She just said, oh, my wife just died, you know. And um, <clears throat> anyway, mm. she she uh, saw herself pass away at 90 years old. She had her grandkids were around her and everything. And then when she when she went into her soul body above that, then um, the wife that had died was there to meet George. And then mm. <clears throat> and then I had uh, uh, George go on to heaven or whatever. And now I was uh, there's an angel there. And we asked the angel about that life. And the angel said, yes, she, she did leave, the, uh, get killed in the back of a car, said it was in England, actually, <laughs> in the, in the, in the fort in like the late forties sometime. Oh. And um, the angel told her that there's not, that was in that lifetime. That's not happening in this lifetime. She had nothing to worry about in this lifetime. And the angel was so kind and so loving to her and so nurturing. She just, she just, you could see, I could just see her laying on the thing here. And this little 10 year old girl, her, we just started smiling and feeling good. And the, the angel told her nothing to worry about in this lifetime. You know, you're yeah. doing just fine. You don't need to carry that with you. So when we brought her out, she was just smiling and we said, how do you feel? And she goes, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, <laughs> so following up on that, they said that was a real good healing thing for her to realize that she had just carried something over hmm. into her life now, you know? Um, yeah. The University of Virginia has been studying children who remember past lives for over 40 years, mm -hmm. and they have 2,500 cases of children they've interviewed that, that uh, the children would tell them about their lives and give them information who they were, where they lived and that, and they've been able to go back and verify that information. Oh. Um, you know, uh, it's weird. mind-blowing, yeah. How come most of us aren't able to remember our previous lives then? Well... Um, we have that ability. We're finding out now that we do it. Just you just have to get into a certain state, and then almost everybody can. But okay. the reason they on the other side they don't is like um, <clears throat> because we have to, you know, we we have to uh, uh, we have to get on with things. In other words, yeah. we when you're in the womb. Now, <laughs> this is another crazy thing too. When I had my experience, my facilitator took me back. Uh, to the earliest childhood memory that I have in this life, you know, so I'm in trance and I'm remembering the earliest thing. And then he says, okay, now you're getting younger and smaller and younger and smaller. And you're only 30 days old and you're 20 days old and you're 10 days old and you're five days old and you're one day old. And he says, now you're where you were just before you were born. And <laughs> I ended up being in my mother's womb. <laughs> and we found now, because we can ask questions to people when they have this womb experience, that they're still in full soul consciousness. They like they're they're like at the starting gate, like a horse getting ready to go on the race, you know, to be born. Yeah. And when they're in the womb, they know what their mission is. They know why they chose this person to be their mother. They know what they're going to teach their mother and what their mother's going to teach them. They can even sense what their father. They're in the womb, but they can sense what their father's even thinking and feeling. And um, I I swear it's like I got to know my my mother had already died. You know, but when I was experiencing that womb thing, I was crying. I was I was here on the table in the facility here and I was bawling my eyes out because mm -hmm. I felt so much love for my mother. And um, so um, 
anyway, they from there you detach from the womb and you go into the tunnel into a past life. So um, that's also, I mean, even if someone just has that experience, that's almost life changing because they realize, oh my God, I can remember being in my mother's womb. Like what yeah. the heck is that all about? You know, mm. but like I say, we're researchers and people just do this and it's, it's not even a hard thing to do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Um, we have, I think uh, that before Michael Newton passed away about three years ago, he had 12, 12, 14 years ago, he started the Newton Institute. He was getting old and he thought, you know what? I've got to start teaching this to other people so they can carry on the research. Yeah. So we started the Institute and now we have, I think about 250, there's 250 people like me that are trained to help people have this experience. And we have them in, um, uh, I think, uh, 16 different countries right now and uh, in about eight different languages that we have people that are trained to do this. So there's, if, if people over in your area, in your, na- in your area of England over there, if they want to find a facilitator, they just go to the newtoninstitute.org. It's like Fig Newton, you know, newtoninstitute.org. And they have a list of all of the therapists that are, you know, around the world. And then people can call them. They can go. It's like, a, like I say, four, five, six hour process, depending on what happens. And they can have this experience. So um, I, you know, like I say, I don't judge it at all. I know all we know in this research is this is a phenomenon that happens. So, um, you know, we figure we've proven reincarnation because, if you know, if you have two or three people that you have on the on the thing and they have some experience some some past life experience you can figure well yeah it's just a coincidence or they're making it up in their mind but when you have 50,000 people to do it yeah without any problem and and um you know you kind of say well i think i guess this is you know as a scientist or doing the scientific research we're doing you know we figure it's uh real on my website, I'm giving away a free book right now to any of your listeners there, Toby. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they go to visittheafterlife.com, that's my website, visittheafterlife.com. And mm-hmm. there, it's a book, it's called uh, Reincarnation is Real, and it's about all the latest research that's being done around the world about reincarnation. So it kind of educates people and, and gives them some, there's some videos on there of examples of people that uh, remember their past lives. And if there's even one on there about this, uh, a child that re- remembered a past life, and he was able to go back to the home where he lived in another lifetime and identify they were still alive, his uh, older siblings that were there. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so that's, yeah, and actually there's a video on YouTube that's, I think it's e- either England or Ireland. And this woman now is, um, she's about 27 or 28. And the video that I watched was done by a, a TV show in either England or Ireland um, over there um, where they had heard about her. So they, they looked her up uh, and she, in this lifetime, she's always been worried about her, her other children. And their parents said, when she was a kid, you don't have kids. You're just a little kid. She goes, no, I've got four kids that I'm worried about. Well, she, she remembered her her whole life. And, in hypnosis, she was able to identify that the house and the street and everything that she lived on. So they, they took her there. She was able to identify the house. And um, they did find out that people of the name she said she was in a lifetime used to live there, that she had four kids and that she died in that lifetime when she was, um, you know, like a young lady mm-hmm. uh, having the four kids. They found out that her four children were still alive, but they were in their 90s. They uh-huh. found 
isn't this bizarre? Yeah. She was able to go there. And at first they didn't believe her, but she knew so much about them. She said, this has to be our mom. She says nobody else would know all these things, but she know all about our childhood and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. and now they're, you know, I don't know if, if her kids have passed on or whatever now, but they continue to correspond. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it changes the paradigm, you know, yeah. of people like with, you know, Toby, like with you growing up right now, you know, you're probably a particular, you know, sometimes at your age, a lot of, a lot of young men are like in between, like they, they, they believe maybe more than what they did growing up and, you know, or they're trying to find out about what, what God's really, really all about. Um, But um, that's why, so it's a little upsetting to some people because they've been taught and they have a certain belief system and there's all this new information coming out now. But I, I usually tell people, I said, well, I'm just the messenger. This is just what's happening. Mm. You know, how can you, and it's up to people to, to do what they want with the information, whether they want to just totally disbelieve it or, or maybe go, Hmm, maybe there's something more than I, maybe there's something more to life and that, that I'm just not aware of yet, you know? Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) well, thank you very much for joining us on the show today then. Yeah, sure. Uh, So anybody own my book? Yeah. Um, that's it. It's three hours, 33 minutes in heaven. And uh, you get it either through my website, it goes to Amazon. Um, and this is just about my experience. But there's, um, like I say, if they go to the Newton Institute, they'll see a lot of books that are on case histories there. Um, and also Dolores Cannon, it's C-A-N-N-O-N. She was another researcher back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And she's also was doing the same work that Michael Newton was doing, but they didn't even know each other, but they were having the same results. Wow. So, uh, you know, she's got about 18 books out, I think, you know, all about case histories and stuff, um, you know, that way. So um, I'd be happy if, uh, if anybody goes to the visit the afterlife.com, they have any questions or anything, uh, I can try to help them find a therapist or um, if they want to ask me questions about what I saw in heaven and what happened, I'd be happy to, happy to tell them. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Toby. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribben Show.